Alright everyone and welcome to Going Over Bet Pro Wrestling, the only wrestling betting tips podcast on the planet. I'm your host, The Scotsman, and today we're going to be covering WWE Clash at the Castle and AEW All Out. First of all, I've got to apologise for two things. Number one is the, um, the sound quality. I am staying at my rented cottage for the week and I forgot to bring up my amazing microphone, so I've got to record this on my phone like a bloody jakey. The wind is also picking up back here, so there's pure background noise and all that. There was a big storm today, all that. So yeah, apologies, I won't forget my microphone again until I inevitably do. Second thing is, apologies for no podcast in a wee while. Just one of those things where life get in the way. I had my notes all written for a lot of the podcasts and stuff. Next thing you know, it was like bedtime or something, or something would change. And then there was just some things that kind of put me off, like... I wasn't sure how things would go with Triple H in charge, for example, so I really wanted to wait and kind of take things slow, not really speculate, but in reality, it was really just me being a lazy sod. No, actually, it really was just being busy. Okay, so anyway, that won't happen again. That's why, even though I've got no microphone and I've got hurricanes blowing around me, that I was going to do a Shane Helms reference there, but eh, I don't really like him that much. So anyway, like that's why no matter what, I'm just going to do this podcast. So we're going to cover AEW All Out and Clash at Castle. And these are, if you haven't listened before, this is just um, like early thoughts, predictions basically type thing. My official betting tips will be posted Friday for Clash at Castle, Saturday for All Out over at betwwe.com. So go there for my actual official betting tips. And yeah, betting, hopefully when I make money. Okay, so betting wise, if you don't know, we'll, we'll do Clash at the Castle first. Betting odds, you'll get stuff at minus 600, that means you have to bet $600 to win $100. That means you're the favourite, heavy favourite. Or you'll get plus 350, which means you bet $100 to win $350, which means they're a hefty underdog. I do confidence, we'll do confidence based on like a quarter unit, half a unit, three quarters of a unit, or one unit if I actually like betting something, and yeah, that's basically it. So let's get right on, Clash at Castle, first match is um, Roman Reigns, minus 160 versus Drew McIntyre, slight underdog at plus 120. This is such a tough one because I mean, I mean look, are they still going with Roman Reigns versus Rock, first of all? Triple H doesn't really like Rock, right? Like, we know that. There's a history between those two. So, you know, are they You know, are they going to still go with that? Even if they are, what's the whole point? Like, has anyone actually sat back? That's the thing. I don't think Vince ever sat back. I think Triple H is sitting back and going, what's the point in this? What's the point in having Roman hold both titles just to fight and beat Rock at WrestleMania? You know what I mean? And then if he loses to him, but this, you know, it's... I don't know. So, anyway, I think... If you're ever going to bet against Roman Reigns, this is the best time to do it. The problem is, plus 120 odds don't really make it seem worthwhile to me. That's the issue right there. It's like, yeah, Drew, I think it would be a great time for him to win, especially after he won the title in an empty arena during the COVID there at WrestleMania. I need better odds to back Drew McIntyre here. I just, I do. I love him, man. You know, he's a fellow Rangers man like me. But I need better odds. So right now, I would actually say Roman Reigns is a decent little bet. But I'm honestly very undecided at this point. I'm hoping by on Friday there'll be an odd swing either way. And, you know, if Drew's over plus 150, 200 range, oh yeah, I'd be all over him. Roman, if he drops down a bit, I think I'll bet him. 
course Druku Ember DQ, blah blah blah. So yeah, that's a tough one, you know. Um, but we've got Liv Morgan minus 600, big heavy favourite versus Shayna Baszler plus 350. Right now, I am leaning towards a small quarter unit bet on Shayna Baszler. Couple of reasons. Number one, Triple H really likes her. Number two, the Liv Morgan experiment is probably more of a Vince thing. And I mean, look, she's not a face anymore. Things have back, not not really backfired, but they've changed from their initial plans. Like Liv is now kind of a heel. You know, they were piping in crowd stuff last. Was it last week? I think on SmackDown the week before. They were piping in crowd stuff to like hide the fact that people are booing her. Ronda is a face now. Ronda vs Shayna could be good, Triple H loves Shayna, you know, the, 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 the ultimate end to the story should be Ronda beating Liv for the title. But I can see them ending the experiment early, and I think Shayna will get a face pop, I think the UK fans will boo the crap out of Liv, so I think plus 350 odds, Liv is worth a quarter unit bet there. We've got Gunther versus Sheamus. Gunther is minus 600, Sheamus is plus 350. They have been playing up the whole Sheamus has never won the Intercontinental title thing on, you know, on TV. Sometimes when they do that, they, you know, they, when they do it heavy-handed, it makes you kind of want to bet because it makes sense, right? Because that's WWE, no matter who's in charge. They still do the Hammer of Doom type things, you know, other companies do it too. So Sheamus is tempting, I'm debating that. Not sure, I'll make my final decision Friday, but I I don't think I will. I don't know. That's an interesting one. Seth Rollins is minus 180 versus Matt Riddle, plus 130. I mean, this is like the first real match they have. Rollins is the, the heel, although, you know, it's stuff on Raw on Monday. I think people are loving him from that, so I could see things change. Out of these two, I think Rollins is the one that should go on to fight Roman Reigns at some point, if Reigns retains. He could also be setting up to go against Drew. So I think Seth goes over. The odds seem pretty right on the money for that one. The Judgment Day are minus 140 versus Edge and Rey Mysterio at plus 100. That's a real interesting one because the Judgment Day have been treated like crap pretty much forever, you know? Like, they're, they're just feeling like a job or stable. But on Raw, Cody Graves is really putting them over huge. So it makes you think they're going to kind of back up to them and, you know... That's, that's the thing, it's like, you look at them and it's like, okay, are WWE going to push them hard? If so, they give them the win here over Edge and Rey Mysterio. But, you know, is this, you know, do, do you treat this more kind of household rules? You have Edge and Rey go over the faces, so that's one I'm flip-flopping on. I'm tempted to bag Edge and Rey Mysterio, though. I think that's a good little safe bet. I think, you know, they're two faces that really should win. Especially when you've got quite a few heels swinging in this card. So yeah, I would say quarter unit bet right now on Edge and Rey Mysterio at plus 100 would be advised. We've got the last one is um, Bailey, Dakota Kai and Isle Sky minus 600 versus Bianca Belair, Asuka and Alexa Bliss at plus 350. This seems like standard wrestling booking, doesn't it? Bailey versus Bianca is the next feud. So, Team Bailey win. I am, you know, let's say with like a lot of heels look like they're going to win. Um, I do wonder about betting Team Bianca there, but I mean, plus 350 is tempting. Probably not one I can advise. I might throw something on it, but old school wrestling booking, Team Bailey should get the win here. Okay, so that's um, Clash at the Castle handled. Let's move on to AEW All Out. 
I am of course recording this before Dynamite, so I have no idea what the main event is. I assume it's going to be Mox versus Punk, but I won't be covering that. But there'll be other matches set up for the show. Don't worry though, betwe.com on Saturday. I will have all my all out betting tips covering all the matches that I don't mention here. Okay, so let's start. Tony Storm for the interim women's title is minus 160 versus Britt Baker plus 225 versus Jamie Hayter plus 450 versus Akari Shida plus 550. It seems like it was no secret that Tony Storm was actually going to win the title here off Thunder Rosa, so the question is do they still pull the trigger on that? She is the favourite. But AEW have that women's show or something coming up, All Elite Women, and Britt Baker is a more recognisable one. You could also throw in Jamie Hayter just for the whole potential feud with her and Britt. Right now I'm hoping there'll be a betting prop where you can bet anyone but Tony Storm and it'll be like plus 110 or something and I'll bet that. Right now though I would say quarter unit bet Britt Baker. She, you know, the women's division is struggling. She has the, you know, regardless of what the internet thinks about her, she is the main star of the women's division. She's the one you want the belt on when things are down. So yeah, I would say Britt, good little bet there. Swerve and a Glory are minus 400 versus Acclaim, plus 250. Love their claims. Swerve and a Glory, just too early to take the belts off them. Can't see it unless they're actually going to break them up, and no, I really don't see anything like that happening. Swerve and a Glory win, no bet there as the odds are too high. Jungle Boy is minus 180. Christian is plus 130. Here's the thing, if this was WWE, you would bet Christian in a heartbeat, because they have these feuds where the heel wins, and then the next two, the face wins, right? That's kind of what they do. But AEW doesn't really do feuds like that. They don't do rematches, really. This is one where I actually look at it and I think, no, a rematch would be perfect here. It reminds me a bit of the Thunder Rosa title win where she lost the first one and then won the second one in the main event. So I'm actually leaning towards Christian here. I will wait and see how Dynamite goes tonight. But Christian's been excellent in this role and... You know, Luchasaurus, you never know, you know, like, is, is he really on Jungle Boy's side? Is he going to turn? So, yeah, I would say Christian Cage. I'm actually leaning a half-unit bet on Christian Cage. That's how I'm feeling compass-wise. Ricky Starks is minus 240 versus Powerhouse Hobbs, plus 175. Interesting one, because I really do feel either guy can win it, but I feel Ricky Starks is the one that should. Like, he's, you know, he's got a fire under his ass, this whole feud. His mic work is excellent. We know he can back up in the ring. You know, they haven't built up Powerhouse, you know, they've been, they've built up Powerhouse Hobbs enough, I guess. But yeah, I think Ricky's the one that he's got to move on from this feud. He takes a win and moves on. Minus 240, I can't really bet that. I know some of you out there will. It's not the worst in the world. Jade Cargo is minus 700 versus Athena, plus 400. Jade's got a win, I think. You know, this almost seems like a slapped on match. Feels like they kind of forgot about it a wee bit, and then that's it, you know. So, yeah, Jade Cargo, she's going to win, can't bet Athena. Brian Danielson is minus 270 versus Chris Jericho, plus 180. I mean, yeah, Danielson just put over Garcia. It is kind of for the fight for Garcia. Could he turn here and help Jericho? <laughs> Plus 180 odds. I'm kind of debating a quarter unit bet on Jericho there, i got to say. Debating that. We'll see how AW Dynamite goes. But that's one I'm kind of looking at and going, oh, it's not too 
it is possible, especially if Garcia interferes. Wardlow and FDR minus 600 versus Jay Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns plus 350. You cannot see Wardlow and FDR losing at all here. No bet there. There's also a prop of if MGF will appear minus 140 for no, plus 100 for yes. Does he? I mean, yeah, I can see it. Plus 100, 50 50 chance. I think you either you bring them back all out or the following dynamite. So. I like, you know, plus 100 might be worth the wee bet there, I think. But, I don't know, I mean... I guess, we, you know, read guys like Fightful and stuff. If MGF's coming, they won't tell it, but they'll be, like, you know, really secretive about it, the fact that they don't know anything, and that kind of hints on it. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, plus 100 might not be worth the, the bet, but, you know, if you want a little coin flip, it's fine. Anyway, yeah, so that's my all-out and Clash at Castle odds. Again, I do apologise for the sound trouble. There was a bloody jeep going by during this, and I had to pause it a few times, but you probably heard it just flying by. It's, uh, um, but yeah, Friday, betwe.com, Saturday, betwe.com for a Clash at the Castle, and all-out, my official betting tips. You can follow us on Twitter at BetWrestlingPod. You can visit the website at BetWrestlingPodcast.com where we post weekly odds updates. And along with these, we have NXT odds right now as well. So, yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening. This is Scotsman. Go big, go home. Love Kenny Omega.